You're listening to Canary Crime Flyby. Food for thought from a place of faith. Here's Basil and Goss. Apocalypse update. Welcome to learn about the apocalypse. Everything trying to kill us. Working every crowd radio's here to make you fearful of everything else you don't know. So everybody come listen to the Apocalypse Update. Yeah! World's gonna end. Everything is trying to kill you and your friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, welcome to Canary Cry Radio Apocalypse Update. My name's Basil, and this is Gons. We're gonna and tell you stuff. Yeah, there's all sorts of nasty things going on. I'm sure you haven't heard of any of this. My insider sources have given us some secret information. I'm trying to do like an an Alex Jones thing. Yeah, it's not really working. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I don't feel like I need to flee the country. Well, I gotta do this. You, talk. you gotta do this. Okay. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex Jones here. Uh, the elite are fleeing the country. I gotta tell you, I, I we've been talking about this for a long time, and I know. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> that does not feel good. Anyways, everybody, you know this is the Apocalypse Update. You know what that means? It means you haven't done enough radio. You, Yeah, I have not. I not, have not done as much as Alex Jones. I know. He's a know. seasoned veteran while he you're is. just a baby. I could only dream of living up to his uh, amount of radio that's on the air. But we really got to get into this. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. So, as many of you know, the world is a dangerous place. That is why Gons and myself take the time out of our peaceful lives of farming and agriculture and sheep herding to bring you a special report about the dangers of the coming apocalypse. And by the way, apocalypse just means revealing. Yeah, revealing. Unveiling. The unveiling of meteors and comets and war and water bottle recalls and exploding ponds in Canada and the Pope and aliens, aliens. Yeah. Aliens. Disease. And and have you ever seen a bear with no fur? That is Google it right now. Pause this. Go Google image search hairless bear. I will play along. You will never sleep again. I don't know if I want to do this right now. Okay, Gons is um. My everybody, gosh. everybody, now open up your. Okay, your, here we go. Hairless your, bear. Oh my gosh! You're right. That Talk is terrifying. About, you know, it's a humunculus. Oh my gosh! Uh, it's a bear monculus. I am really glad <laughs> bears have hair. I know it's terrifying. Okay, so for the next uh, few minutes here. Let's uh, let's get into it. You, you got some first, Gons? Yeah, actually, this is. Um, I guess it's sort of serious, but this this is all very serious. I know, I know. Well, I'll start with something lighter, I guess, and then we'll get into the more serious stuff. 
but yeah, the whole point of the apocalypse update, which we should do more often, and uh, maybe <laughs> there's we will. So many updates. I know, I know. We can't keep up. We're kind of like we'll be telling stories from like last week, which by the time you're listening to this was like two weeks ago, and then you you know you guys will be. Yeah, like, I'm noticing s- since I joined Facebook, I noticed that like a lot of this stuff is very prevalent anyways oh it goes by it literally flies by it goes by day by day day by day there's no way to keep up with all the craziness happening right but one way and and one of the things that we do here on the apocalypse update is tell you all the things that are trying to kill you that they're not telling you about right that's kind of the whole motto thing that's it so one way you can die is by internet death hoax and what? the latest victim of the internet death hoax was John Williams. And what's funny, the composer, you know, Star Wars. Uh, you mean he's not dead? Indiana Jones. He's not dead. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Did you hear that story that he died? I saw an article and I was... Okay, because here, here's the deal. I heard on, like, I was flipping through, like, normal radio, like, in the morning... Mm-hmm. And I heard on like a mainstream radio station <laughs> report that John Williams had died in a plane crash. Okay. No. Yeah. Way. So I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's terrible. You know, whatever. But I was thinking, you know, he was, he lived a good life. He's kind of older or whatever. Yeah. But I thought weird that he died in a plane crash, you know? And then, you know, I didn't really look it up or anything. And then a few days later, I find out that the whole thing was just a, you know, a hoax and allegedly not real. Uh, his at least his wiki page hasn't changed, you know. So it's just really weird because uh, hold on, <laughs> I got totally lost in it. Oh no, you have you have. I can this, hear the moment when you lost it. Yeah, I know. It's because I was trying to read something. An article circulated from the New York Times that you know it's obituaries. John William dead at eighty. Blah blah blah. Right. But it was actually uh, something that was published in 1983, and I don't know. People, I think, just get way too caught up, and people, it kind of speaks to where people are getting their news these days. Yeah. It seems like it's just Facebook or Twitter or something like that, and once something goes viral, they, you know, oh my gosh, yeah, it must be true, and then they report it. No, this is a great point you're making, actually, because this has been a, since joining the Facebook. (laughs) The Facebook. The Facebook. The Mark of the Beast book. I have, a large portion of my day goes into researching certain articles that I see posted. One such article was the article talking about how the United States government, um, by permission of Congress, had purchased 30,000 guillotines. Yeah, like, yeah that's, that's like old news. Yeah, it's super old, but it's still going everywhere. Really? And Yeah. And the funny part is that uh, uh, the guillotines are Chanel brand. Really? Yeah, the picture that they have is a Chanel brand guillotine. I knew and, I um, knew they were up to no good. Right, those and you, perfume people. Once it doesn't take too long, but if you actually look into it, the pictured guillotine, Chanel brand guillotine, was actually a, uh, a an art project, a, a very racy art project done by um, an artist to show the the dangers of materialism. And um, but of course, a couple of people got a hold of that and uh, had reported that apparently Chanel, aside from being the most gauche of uh, fashion designers, also is now a, a, a military grade guillotine manufacturer. Hmm. And so there you go. 
can be beheaded in style. <laughs> and smell good. And smell delicious. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> That's wonderful. Um, yeah, so that was one of them. But yeah, back to that point of just, you know, information being spread everywhere. I think we're being drowned in information. Yeah. Like, don't you feel like we're just kind of being bombarded and we don't even know what is real anymore? Like, we just kind of like, ugh. Right. Well, yes, absolutely. And again, especially because of Facebook. I had no idea that you people lived this way, that you lived day in and day out, just being buried alive in links and yeah and and quizzes and <laughs> and although i do gotta say there there is a new quiz out to see which um sorry about that snort everybody a new quiz out that talks uh that that tells you which fringe personality you are and i must say i'm a little disappointed that i didn't make the list yeah i didn't make the list either and yeah, uh, josh peck made the stuff? list Josh Peck made the list and we didn't make the list. Yeah. I just, I, I guess we're just not as cool as we thought we were. Either that or they didn't know what to do with us. Yeah. What kind of questions would you ask? Yeah. To see who likes cupcakes? <laughs> Basil. Basil loves cupcakes. Cups, cakes. Um, cups, cakes. The cups are in the cake. Um, all right. So that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. Yeah. What else do we got? We got all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah. Well, Pope Francis, there's a lot of stuff about Pope Francis. Most of you have heard this already. You know, he's, 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 there's a lot of talk about how he is denying the creation account. And um, what else are they saying about him? I haven't really been tracking the Pope. Going into the whole New World Order oh, thing. He, he's, been, he's been doing the whole climate change thing. Right. Climate change seems to be a big, uh, you know, key fear-mongering sort of right. tactic right now, which is right. interesting because it's been on the radar of a lot of conspiracy theorists for a while now. But this past year, after some guy, I don't remember who he was, came you know, in, in the government and was on TV or whatever saying, you know, we have 500 days until climate change affects us or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. And that was like a year ago or something and, or a year and a half or something. And allegedly it's all going to happen in September. Yeah. So we're all screwed. Oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on September, everybody. One thing in September is that it's somebody's birthday. Your birthday? No, it's not my. It's not mine. It's somebody's, though. Somebody has a birthday. Somebody's. Well, I'm, yeah. Yeah. A lot of birthdays. September. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of birthdays. Pretty much every day. Uh, um, right. So. Th did you see this? You'll probably mock me, but did you see the thing about um, how NASA drained one of the Van Allen belts? No, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a complicated thing, but they sent up a little probey thing with this other thing attached that absorbs radiation, and they sent it into uh, one, of the, one of the closer Van Allen belts, and this is all what the internet is saying. I haven't been able to contact my guy at NASA, but... Um, allegedly, they soaked up one of the Van Allen belts, and um, it's it's no longer no longer effective. Really, and, uh, and this is one theory about what might be causing some sort of climate change. I know climate change's existence is uh, debatable in itself. I'm sure a lot of you out there are going to send me some emails. But if you believe that the climate has changed over the past um, you know, little while, 
with all these disasters and things, uh, this could be a reason because the scientists of the world have obliterated one of our natural radiation shields, protecting us from the sun. All for, All science. for science. Totally. For totally knowledge. legit. Oh, speaking of science and weather and climate, space weather report. Time for some space weather, everybody. We're currently in the middle of a giant geomagnetic storm um, that is, is actually supposedly going to be casting a beautiful aurora borealis quite far south. Not, not, not quite to you, Gons, but... Um, you know, to some people who... Well, I'm not, you're, I'm not very south. You're pretty south. Well, in, in, in America. Yeah, well, come on now. This is south for regular Aurora Borealis Eye. Okay. Yeah, so um, about halfway down the United States, people can see that. And uh, you can expect uh, a little bit of electrical problems. Nice. Yeah. Always good. We also so that's going to get uh, you. Yeah, we also have... Um, Jupiter and Venus converging, which is interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but even more curious is that the NASA Curiosity rover snapped pictures of what looks like a pyramid. Yes, a pyramid. A deadly, deadly pyramid. Very sharp. Yeah. Would uh, hurt. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be nice. And it's a little bit crooked, though. It is crooked. So, yeah, so the Nephilim that came down to <laughs> Mars to build the pyramids, I think they're a little drunk. Little, little toasty off the sauce. Nephi, That's a thing. Nephi That's sauce. Thing. Yeah, ne nephi sauce. Nephi sauce. That, okay. So, but anyway, uh, I will say that it's a, it's a pretty compelling picture. I mean, you know, I guess rocks, it can be naturally formed, but, you mm -hmm. know, it's got the edges and it's, you know, it's sort of, yeah, it's kind of like, whoa, something might be there. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. You gotta, you gotta really take it for what it's worth but i did find once a rock that uh, uh actually a pretty big rock that was shaped in the sh the exact shape of abraham lincoln's head and, and why did you not sell this on ebay for thousands of dollars well it's really really big is really you could really move big it. yeah i was on vacation i was at mount rushmore and it, it's it's perfect yeah Come on, come on! That, that was you bad. had me going for that like wasn't, two seconds. That, was, that wasn't bad. That was okay. <laughs> okay, okay. That's one of those where if if you weren't like on the other side of the internet, I would smack you. You know. <laughs> um. Also, uh, in Canada, there's a our northern uh, neighbors. Our northern neighbors. There's methane erupting from a pond. Hmm. That must yeah. not be too pleasant. No, not not too pleasant. Very deadly gas. A lot of people think um, the devil is going for a little swim. <laughs> Devil's hot tub. Man, I'm just I'm a sass mouth tonight. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> sass mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. What else we got going on? Anything else? Well, I mean, well, there's a comet coming. These aren't very. These are pretty well known things. Yeah, I guess. But I think if you just you know keep throwing it at people, eventually they'll just freak out. Eventually, we can just start mass hysteria. <laughs> you hear that, NSA? We're, We're gonna help it. you. We're helping you out. Yeah. No, not really. But yeah, there's. Uh, I like how we actually have to qualify that a little bit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> kind of sad. Basil and Gons debunked. He said in the episode that he works for the NSA. 
Yep. There you go. Mm -hmm. I would be severely underpaid if I was. Yeah. You know, all this talk about the economic crash is it's, I don't know what to think of it. Like it's pretty alarming. A lot of experts are saying the same thing. Uh, Alex Jones is losing hair over the imminent collapse you know? He has a surprising amount of hair for as stressed out as he seems to be all the time. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's partially, I, I think partially an act. I think he gets like hopped up on, yeah, you know, he's uh, got a little bit of a ener energy juice or something, and he's you know he gets going there. But uh, but his recent one of his recent videos that you shared with me today, the emergency yeah. alert. The elite are, you know, hiding in bunkers or whatever. Yeah, that was actually a repost, but yeah. It was a repost, yeah. It was, you know, from his whatever. Uh -huh. It's just him from his house or something. But he has this bizarre kind of coy, kind of, not coy, that might not be the right word. But That's you know what fish. I mean? It's, well, I know that. you. I know, you're, you're, you're <laughs> Japanese. You know what a koi is. Who am I kidding? Um, no, but it, it's very interesting. If you want to check it out, it's on the Alex Jones channel. It's called Total Emergency Alert Elite Now Evacuating. And uh, he does this about 13-minute video about how his contacts... <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> My contacts... Uh, I can't do it. <laughs> right. In the entertainment. <clears throat> Anyways, he has um, you know some contacts, people who uh, apparently are are giving him information. Some high-level rich people are telling him that all the billionaires are moving away and the multimillionaires are getting out of the country. And they're all asking him why he has not left and why he's still there. And he doesn't know why. It's well, like he's, I, I think his whole point was like, we have to, you know, humanity has to rise up against the, you know, we have to be the resistance and all that yeah. stuff. So, yeah, yeah, that is a thing. But it's interesting because uh, it's not quite like any other Alex Jones videos. I mean, you, you got this too when you watched it. Yeah. He kind of has like a strange sincerity. Yeah, a little sincerity. Kind kind of like a like a, you know, you know when like uh, an elder or someone you look up to kind of comes to you like like with real concern, not like yeah, not like yelling you at can, you. Yeah, you can tell that they're a little bit worried about yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like an uneasy sort of you know, uh, a genuine concern. Yeah. And this is, um, you know, this is all regarding the, whatever is supposed to happen in September or before October, which includes a lot of stuff. It does. And I've been getting messages from people saying, Hey, do a video in September. Yeah. And, uh, uh there's just a lot going on. The blood moon, the final tetrad and the final or the final blood moon of the tetrad. Right. Uh, you got, other celestial things. There's a comet allegedly swinging by. Some people, you know, think it's gonna hit us. Yeah, you have the the very publicized impending financial collapse that's supposed to at least start in September. Right. So you know, it's a it's a there's a lot of a lot of fear mongering when it comes to yeah, it's pretty September bad right now. apocalypse. Uh, I have to say, I, I kind of feel like the the conspiracy world is like is at a mass like. It's converging it's into, peaking. yeah, it's peaking into some kind of weird crescendo of just insaneness. I feel right. like everyone's freaking out. And, and like we've been, you know, the conspiracy world has largely been alarmists and, you know, oh, it's coming, the, the collapse, the, the earth, the, the big earthquake or planet X or whatever it is, you know, whatever your cup of right. tea is, it's all, all coming right. down, you know, and it hasn't really, I mean, it has happened. It, I think kind of a frog in the kettle approach, you know, slowly things have happened and it's to the point where like the whole new world order system is pretty much in play. Like 
that's not really hard to see anymore. Like it's pretty obvious if you yeah. follow that stuff. It's it's happening. Um, At the same time, it's it's kind of hard to like when I was watching the Alex Jones video, and you know he's I mean this video he pretty much even for him this all kind of comes to a surprising peak that you can kind of sense his uh, concern, and but I'm just sitting there thinking like. I mean, all of this hysteria that it's causing, and not just the like uh, articles coming out or the the um, you know information that comes out from Alex Jones and others, or even the attitude of people around. Well, I'm kind of stuck on Facebook now because I've been there the past couple of weeks <laughs> writing little poems. But I mean, it's just everything is hitting such a frenzy that it's almost a self perpetuating. Uh, it is hysteria and that's what worries me a little bit you know because if the powers that be wanted to create this hysteria this is what they would do they would come to the what they consider fanatics and and rile them all up i mean it's it's been the strategy for a long time it's what created isis it's what's created all sorts of stuff and it just perpetuates the chaos and so, you know, you got to take it with a grain of salt. This isn't the first time that there's been a <laughs> reported apocalypse going to happen. Right. I mean, I mean, it, it's, it seems like yesterday, Gons, that we were doing episodes about the Olympic Games. Yeah. And like the pretty, false flag. The false flag and how we were so sure that there was going to be some sort of terrorist attack at the Olympic Games and how I, I, say we were sure, I we were... personally was pretty convinced oh, okay. that aliens aliens were going to land at the Olympic Games. <laughs> well, I didn't know you were that uh, that deep into the, the... Oh, you go listen to that episode. <laughs> you, you were there. You were there with me. Anyways, the, the point is that, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And yeah, it does kind of seem to be coming to a, a, a hysterical in the traditional definition level. But you got to keep in mind that a lot of that comes from our reaction to it. Yeah, no, that's true. That's absolutely true. And um, more alarming, perhaps, for you know the French community because we are yeah. so used to seeing these stories come down. And and you know, I think not everybody is on the uh, alarmist train, if you will. Right. Um, but there is a large portion of fringe Christians uh, that I would say are just, you know, they're, they're chomping at the bit for that next piece of information and everything gets quite wacky. Right. I mean, this year we, I feel like just in general, the conspiracy world has really, uh, started to scrape from different barrels that are running empty, you know, that kind of thing We're we're talking about topics that are a little bit out there, but are relevant, uh, are relevant, you know, but <laughs> are relevant. Yeah. But, you know, for example, Tim LaHaye, who's, you know, probably one of the most popular Christian authors out there for, you know, Bible prophecy and stuff like that. He just recently released a book called Target Israel, Caught in the Crosshairs of the End Times, where he allegedly discusses five signs that are imminent about, you know, the end times are here and all this stuff. And so more Christians are talking about the end times than ever before, it seems like. Right. In, in terms of like mainstream. And I'm sort of concerned that people will, you know, either not get good sort of eschatology or that they follow the, the pop trends or they get alarmed or freaked out over specific things or, you know, just the general stuff that you concern over conspiracy minded folks you know right. like like i've i know personally 
a few people that do the whole news watch thing where they like constantly keep tabs on the news and they're just not too happy. Like they're, they're like, you know, they, they stay up at night, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, where our motives shouldn't be driven by fear. But I feel like a lot of people are sort of waving that fear flag. Right. Well, yeah. And it's, it's kind of just been how it is. And that, that's, uh, if nobody is catching the twinkle in our eye, when we sing the apocalypse update song, right. um, you know, the whole, <laughs> the whole point, we, the whole reason that we do this is to make sure that we all keep a level head during these crazy times. You know, we've got a lot of crazy things going on, military, uh, build up all over the country allegedly obama dropping the n bomb (laughs) (laughs) that wildfire we've got the uh, confederate flag getting banned all over the place and we've got uh, all sorts of stuff we have a church shooter right the church shooter the potential false flag there yeah um and by the way did you see the video of the kid getting arrested i didn't see the video itself but i saw a video of it was really bizarre. It was a video of him like standing, I guess in a cell or something with like a couple of guards behind him. Uh-huh. And it was the weirdest. Oh yeah. It was, was it when they, uh, the, the victim's family said that they loved him or I don't know. I, I, I don't yeah. know exactly what was going on, but well, continue. Well, I was just going to say it was really bizarre footage where it was like literally just a profile of the guy and, uh, you know, the couple guards behind him with like heavy armor on or whatever. And, and, uh, it, it was just a weird piece of footage to put out there. You know, it was just kind of like, Hmm. Well, the, the video of his actual arrest is out there. I believe I saw it released by RT and it is the strangest thing. I mean, after watching for, a couple of years now, just the most violent, ridiculous reactions by police officers, just tackling people for no reason, pulling their guns on people, obviously un- unfortunate shootings. And, you know, no matter where you stand on what, you th- what the truth is about those things, with this kid gets arrested, not one cop pulls his gun. I think one cop had his gun out and there's like six cops. And it's like they just leisurely walk over to this car and the kid gets out and they just sort of handcuff him, just sort of walk him over. And you know when you watch people get arrested and they're they're putting the person into the back of the cop car, and they're always really rough and they like shove their head down and like do all this stuff. They just like open the door and the kid just kind of calmly gets in that nobody touches them. They just close the door. It's, it was the weirdest thing, especially um, considering, you know, what I admittedly have been conditioned to see when I see people get arrested. Yeah. You know, it's bizarre too. Do you know his, the guy's name is Dylan roof. Do you know what his middle name is? No storm. Mm. His middle name is storm. That's weird. And yeah. And you have all these implications where like, you know, the oncoming storm, you have, you know, Bush, right. Bush Jr., you know, like 10 years ago or something talking about like, you know, the, the, the angel that guides us in the whirlwind and pushes the oh, storm right, and stuff. Right. I don't know. There's just weird, the reference to the storm is, is interesting. I think it, it, I right. don't know, maybe it's just a coincidence, but you know, I'm sure all the, uh, you know, people that like to jump all over this kind of thing with conspiracy goggles and, you know, false flag, you know, whatever filter of the false flag making, you know, this a false flag event. I don't know. I think it's a very bizarre thing in general. It's another 
one of these events that sort of makes you scratch your head. Like, uh, why did this have to happen? Real lives were lost, you know? So right. it's a real thing. Um, but then you just kind of sit back and it's like, wow, if this, if there really is design to this and, and the thing is, there is design, there's intelligent evil behind it, you know, at a spiritual level that we right. always talk about. Right. But you know, to think that somebody has the tools and the, the ability to program these kinds of acts into people is pretty frightening to consider. Absolutely. But there's an article in the Washington post called, uh, why Google knew about Dylan roof before you did. Mm. And, um, there's this weird internet connection. That's the other thing that's happening that I've noticed. And you've noticed this more so now that you've jumped on Facebook, but a lot of stuff plays out now on Facebook especially Facebook, because one of the first things that happened with the whole Dylan Roof thing was like, oh, go to his Facebook page. Right. And, and oh, you know, he, he had only had an account for a few months and he has all these African-American friends. And I don't know. It, it's, it feels like social media is being used as a pretty being strong... Used, yeah, it's being used to build a case for sure. Right. And so it's not hard to... It wouldn't be hard to just take a few months and manicure your online presence yeah. To to signal or, or build a case against yourself or someone else. I mean, that's a big thing nowadays everybody has to watch out for is identity theft, not necessarily your credit cards or your social security, but somebody making a fake, you know, Facebook account with your name and your pictures on it and doing weird stuff or building a profile around you, not just a Facebook profile, but an online presence. And then, you know, that can be used to uh What's the word I'm thinking? Not instigate. I don't know. It can yeah, be used. Instigate's a good word for it. it. Well, it can be used to, you know, to, to, to. What's the word I'm thinking of? Yeah. Anyways, that word. <laughs> that I word. That like, I, yeah. This is, uh, oh, Basil's a dumb, 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 dumb. There's um, infiltrate. Anyways. There's interrogate. Uh, not instigate. Uh, interrogate. Uh, uh no. Not imply people are just yelling at their iPod right now. iPod, who uses an iPod anymore? And Anyways, we're gonna leave it. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, so that can happen. And you, I don't know, you just never know. Then there's a the whole thing about his patches being photoshopped to like, because it from an Obama symbol to South African symbols of apartheid. And then there was the weird. We're photoshopping it back, and which one was the original? And now we just don't even know anymore. Ah! You know that's that's that's, that's the thing. Hard. Our reality is being shaped by what we perceive on these screens. You know, it's right. really really weird. And right. I've I've noticed that I've had more of a desire to kind of disconnect every you know every day at least for a few hours. You know, to just just get away. <laughs> from all this stuff because i'm realizing like there is really this reality of you know just our everyday lives in front of us with people and things and stuff and then there's kind of this the world that's happening you know on the internet which is bleeding into reality and um this is actually something i talked about when i I wrote an article for skywatch tv last week and i talked about how we're like the oregon trail generation and all this stuff and thanks to Tim Kilkenny and Andrew Hoffman of uh, Revelations Radio News there that brought that up in their podcast last week and that really uh, resonated with me because I'm definitely an Oregon Trail generation guy. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things I brought up was I remember 
how social interaction, just normal everyday interaction with people changed when the internet became normal. Right. You know, conversations about stuff changed. The word website and email were used in every other sentence. It seemed like, you know, just things became different. And I just see social media as being part of that whole, you know, whatever enterprise of trying to keep us kind of just, you know, in this little loop of, it kind of does false keep reality. you in a little keeps you in a little feedback loop yeah. in a lot of different ways. And for me, it's uh, writing limericks, <laughs> a feedback loop of poetry. And, and you know, that's I think one of the things that we want to bring to the table, as Basil mentioned earlier, is that we want to bring a little lightheartedness to this because we don't have a spirit of fear or given a spirit of the sound mind and being sober minded and all this stuff that the Bible talks about. And part of that, I think, is to have a healthy skepticism about stuff, but also, you know, have a little sense of humor about it too, because God has a sense of humor and he's know. hilarious. He made the toucan. <laughs> that was the, if that ain't the biggest joke, I don't know what it is. All right. I think we've been going for long enough here. What do you say we call it already? You you got more? How, got how long more. are these usually? Uh, we can, we've gone over an hour. Really? Yeah. People like okay. to hear us yap. Do they though? I don't know. It depends on what we're talking do about. Do they? <laughs> I, I, I've gotten, do they just want to hear me do another 45 minutes of Alex Jones impression? <laughs> I've heard, I think it's a 50-50 split of, oh, that Josh episode, Josh Peck episode was awesome. And yeah, that was. If you ever good. do that again, <laughs> yeah, we get I threats. swear to all that is holy, I will end you. I got a couple more things you got to say. More, Apparently, you got I, more I've been things? bottling up a lot of stuff. Okay, well, we did all the happy-go-lucky stuff in the middle. Now we got to get back into the apocalypse stuff where a swarm of bees uh, took hostage all the the congressmen. Did you hear about that one? Nope. Yeah, there was a... Uh, I got to bring it up in my history real quick. Oh, boy. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. A swarm... 15,000 bees swarmed the Senate entrance. Mm. Oh, yeah, while, no, I did hear about that. I did hear about while that. While they were doing the, uh, the, um, the decision on same-sex marriage. Mm. Mm. And they were honeybees, the good kind of bee. Mm. Yeah. There might be so, some prophetic significance there. Yeah, well, I mean, they technically swarmed a tree outside of the Senate building, but you know, was it a? It was a gay tree. <laughs> that that was inappropriate. <laughs> I I apologize for that. I'm just <laughs> I regretted it the second I said it. Moving on. So friends. what do you got? I was going to ask if it was a sycamore tree. Oh, that's actually would be an interesting uh, thing to check out. I don't know. The tree is described as tall. <laughs> that's that's good that's uh, yeah. you know mm-hmm. meanwhile we got all kinds of technologies coming out i think you had made a prediction at the beginning of 2014 that said you know we're going to start to see more wearable technologies yeah and i think that's i think it, last year we didn't really see it there was talk about the oculus Go- rift and stuff like that google but, glass was kind of the the yeah, big thing at the time. Yeah, it didn't really work out for Google, uh, but there's other stuff coming out now with, you know, the iWatch or whatever, which is kind of 
It's called the Apple Watch, Gons? Whatever. The Apple Watch. Whatever. The the whatever watch. Uh-huh. Um, and then you have these uh, earbuds coming out now mm-hmm. that are... And this is actually something that <laughs> I've been wondering when they're going to come out with this. But basically, it's, you know, you have your normal ear sets or whatever, but they're wireless. Yeah. You know? It's like, yeah, they should have had these, like, 10 years ago. Yeah. But... Yes, that kind of stuff's coming out. So more wearable. Well, and there's wearable computers too. I think there's a computer that you wear that controls everything in your house. That's one. Yeah. Oh, and here's the other thing. I reported on this on my face like this on YouTube channel, but the robot revolution is here, Basil. Oh yes. Oh yes. By the way, have you watched the video uh, from the DARPA robotics competition? Yeah, where uh, the robot that won like falls over at the end. All of the robots fall over. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's a competition. I think it happens every year. It's like yeah. a big robotics competition, and there's a compilation of like all the robot fails. It's really funny. Yeah, well, I think it goes to show like them trying to kind of be like, hey, look, you know, robot technology, not very far. Look at these guys trying, you know. and. <laughs> A bunch of them fall over just like trying to open a door. They're like <laughs> just walking. They just fall over. It's <laughs> Yet, Albadaran Robotics mm-hmm. uh, released Pepper in Japan. Yep. 1,000 units were sold and they sold out in Less one minute. Than yeah. Minute. These little robots. And this is the robot with a heart, right? Uh, quote unquote heart. Quote unquote a heart. And, and by that, they mean. It has empathy. It has a voice recognition and all sorts of other little gadgets to where you can talk to it and it cares about you. It learns and it makes you feel like you have a friend, which, um, as I've heard, is a a big market in Japan. It is. Friendship. Yeah, it's a really friendship with computers, too. And this isn't new in that, right? You know, in that market, because I don't know if you remember the Tamaguchi. Do you remember oh, that? Dude, I was a huge Tamagotchi guy. Okay, Tamagotchi. I was like origi- OG Tamagotchi. Everybody else had Gigapets. Gigapets. Tamagotchi. What? Was it Tamagotchi or Gucci? I don't know. You're the Japanese one. I know. I, call, well, I, I called it a Tamagotchi. I think it's spelled Tamagotchi. Uh, I may or may not have the Tamagotchi app on my phone. T-A-M-A-G-O-T-C-H-I. But if you you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's basically this little egg, (laughs) literally. It's described as a space-age cyber pet. Yeah, it's just a little digital pet thing. It's solely electronic state, uh, indigenous to Japan, appearing as an egg on a liquid crystal screen. And uh, basically you have to, it hatches when you first get it, you have to feed it. Um, You have to love it. You have to give it love. (laughs) You have, you have to, to play games with it. Uh, and and, it and will. the better you are to it, the better it evolves. <laughs> it evolves into a beautiful beast or a chaotic monster. Yeah, I remember that. Well, anyway, that, that's kind of the beginning of the you know, man-machine relationship in, in a product. And this robot called Pepper is sort of the, uh, I think, a beginning of a new phase of this sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, not very cuddly though. It's kind of like a pet type thing. I mean, kind of like a pet. I guess this is a friend. This is different than a pet. It is. Tamagotchi went from robot pet. Now we're at robot friend. Reminds me of um, what's that movie? The Millennial Millennial Man with uh, Robin Williams. Oh, I'm a robot. Oh, oh yeah. 
Come on, that wasn't bad. That wasn't that wasn't bad. You're right. <laughs> it's a good, good movie. It's a really touching movie. Good job. Oh, actually, that was a movie where he was a robot and he got test tube organs. And I'm gonna give a spoiler here to everybody. Oh, <laughs> for a movie from, from like twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Go watch it. It's a great movie. Ah, well, anyways, he he makes the transition to humandom, a robot who is then legally recognized as a human being in the end. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. A lot of it's been conditioned for a long time. This whole yeah, robot I mean, revolution. Robin Williams, really, Robin Williams, yep. the most lovable man in the world. Yeah, the most lovable robot in the world. Yeah, I want him to be my friend. Hmm. Um. Another thing that came up, which was interesting, and uh, this is, I don't know exactly what to think of it other than weird and praying for the guy. Uh, Anthony Patch, who was on episode 92 with us. Mm, very, very popular episode. Popular episode. Go, we go talked about CERN. Fantastic talked about all episode. the uh, crazy things happening there. Yeah. He posted a message on the 21st of June. Uh, here's what it said. Due to attacks to my computers, my friends at End Times Matrix News having their YouTube channel pulled, my website having been corrupted, and a personal visit by two gentlemen from an agency during my last Saturday's public presentation for Clyde Lewis's Ground Zero event and their same-day attacks as cited here, no longer will I be providing CERN-related information here or elsewhere, including personal appearances web interviews, etc. Nor will my last novel, Coalescence, be published. This is not a fear-based decision, simply prudent. The information has been put out. It is still available through other sources. I will be here to correspond, however, not specific to CERN-related topics. Thank you, my friends, for the sharing and mutual education. Prayers and blessings to you and yours, Anthony Patch. So, yeah. so unfortunately, Anthony Patch got a little bit of pressure from the powers that be, it seems like. Um, he was fair, a little bit vague on that, but at the same time, not very. So uh, he put out a lot of really good information, and I believe the episode we had with him was one one of, I don't know if it was the, but it was one of his last internet interviews that he did. And so I forget what number that was. 92. But 92, episode 92. Go check it out and really be praying for him and his family, um, and we'll we'll see what happens next. You know, what would you do if the if if something like that happened? Like, I don't it, know. It, you know, would you freak out? Like, I think I would freak out for a bit. <laughs> I think I would. I don't think they would ever come to me. I think they would. They would do some sort of defamation of me. I think. <laughs> I don't think I have. I don't, I I don't know. Like like Basil Rosewater exposed, debunked, debunked. He's a robot. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say that now. If there's any sort of giant defamation campaign, it's probably because I, I uh, didn't take their buyout. I hope they come for a buyout. That's <laughs> you're like you're like if <laughs> I'm gonna go down, I'm going, I'm going down, down, down with cash. If there's if you if it powers that be, just go go for the buyout. We don't want to do any threats. Come on, we're civilized. Yeah, if Canary Cry Radio starts turning into. Uh canary crud radio i'm sure a lot of people would describe it as that already it's <laughs> <laughs> true sad but true <laughs> yeah but anyway um but yeah no that's spooky spooky stuff it guys. is weird it, it is happens weird. we we just talked to the guy and it's it's just sort of happens sort of happens to people we've i mean we've heard of it happening before um 
I would be interested in finding out what the criteria are for earning the honor of being visited by guys <laughs> men in, in black in black suits yeah I, I would be like dude so are you guys aliens or well because you got to think about it if anybody is going to get visited it would be alex jones if and and of course many of many people out there already believe that he has been visited and turned to the dark side but i mean you got to think of like the big guys alex jones mm-hmm. but i mean how is derek still in business derek gilbert yeah he lives but, in missouri that's okay. They have <laughs> they have black suits in Missouri, um, but or Tom Horn or any of those guys. You know what I mean? I'm, I think it's interesting that as Anthony Patchen is related to CERN, his his area of study particularly, um, because I mean he has some really revelatory stuff. Yeah, it was pretty outside the box thinking to be sure, and maybe that maybe <laughs> a little bit too outside the box. Well, my my whole kind of thought on that is that. There's probably somebody in the hierarchy of the elite yeah. that believes that stuff like wholeheartedly and is seeking, you know, that sort of thing, whether yeah. it's real or not, you know, to the, to the, you know, fact of reality of right. the actual realness. I don't know, but you know, I can picture some elite, you know, rich guy or whatever hearing Anthony patch and like, Oh man, he's spoiling my, my ultimate plan of, right. you know, whatever. And, and it's, bothers him and he right. you know, tries to well, scare I him think, or whatever. I think a little bit it, uh, this is just theory just well, talk, yeah, th- think, thinking outside theory. just thinking outside uh, or thinking out loud here would be you know a lot of the occult relies on sort of hiding in plain sight getting into people's minds without them necessarily knowing what's going on and that sort of thing gives certain rituals power right uh, you know that's why many rituals are done very very publicly yeah. Um, you know, there's a, a, I saw somebody um, actually earlier today talking about the whole ice bucket challenge thing, how that swept the nation, how that, uh, you know, could have been a very public, you know, sort of ritual. Yeah, cleansing, the Charlie Charlie thing. Cleansing ritual. Yeah, the Charlie Charlie thing. I think that's a little bit more blatant, but yeah. Totally, and I, th- I think that sort of thing in their minds, and possibly in the in the occult world, gives power to certain things when people don't actually know what they're participating in, but it's they're still participating. I don't know, something like that. Well, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. It, when the secrets of CERN, the occult secrets of CERN, start, you know, getting into the mainstream, it could very much, in some occult people's minds, um, you know, maybe take away. It's power. Yeah. It's, 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 it's ritualistic power. Right. And it's possible too, because, you know, with CERN specifically, I'm writing this thing for Josh Peck. It's going to be in his book. And he asked like 15,000 questions that we're supposed to answer or whatever. So I've been working on that. And one of the things it's, it's all about CERN that he's asking questions about. And I've been tracking it, you know, for the better part of this year. So I've kind of, had uh, an opportunity to reflect on the things that I've looked at and the things that I've seen in the realm of CERN and portals and stuff like that, that everyone's been talking about. And the thing that's interesting is that, you know, there's all these speculations of like what CERN really is and the occultness to it, but the information coming out of CERN, like not just the physicists that say like, Oh, we're trying to tear a hole in space time and all this stuff. That stuff's pretty convincing by itself, but then all like the weird, the video symmetry, the like weird, weird stuff that's helping 
fuel the conspiracy world, you know? I think it's bizarre. And, you know, I've been doing the Cernwash thing, and it's weird, because I'm going, wait a minute, like, they have to know that there's a bunch of people in the conspiracy world putting the, the magnifying glass over CERN, and really kind of trying to figure out what's going on. Right. And then they come out with, like, oh, a weird object is in the collider right now, uh, but if we, uh, you know, but it's not doing anything. We're just going to leave it alone. Right. And it's like, what, what are you talking about? Something yeah. appeared in the collider. So I don't know. It feels like they're sort of feeding into the conspiracy world as well. Right. Absolutely. And like we said, you got to keep a, got to keep a, <laughs> I suck at words. You got to keep a straight head on your shoulders. Is that a thing? Not a crooked head. No. Not a don't get a crooked head, yeah. <laughs> Gosh, no, but you you gotta keep you gotta keep it in mind, which is, um, you know, that's been a, a really entertaining thing for me on Facebook, which is much of what is spread around, much what of what is sort of put into the feedback loop of sort of this group of people that we are friends with on Facebook, these wonderful, wonderful people. Um, you know, you never know what's actually deliberately being put out there to incite a reaction. Right. You know, and that's why we find um, all these sort of fake, I'll say some of them are fake, just straight up fake stories. Um, you yeah. know, and a lot of some of that is due to people taking advantage of what we would call the market or the demographic, knowing that, you know, if you put a picture of a guillotine made by Chanel that, you know, you'll get a hundred thousand clicks in a day and right. then you can sell that to advertisers and make money. I mean, I think it's one of the number one um, things problems with our niche we we just had a facebook uh somebody here posted a little facebook post about certain fringe people kind of going overboard with trying to fund themselves and there's nothing wrong with trying to fund um a project or a ministry um but doing it in kind of a, a weird way and unfortunately some people have found ways to take advantage of other people um, no, nobody in particular. I'm just saying uh, I've seen this with a lot of the clickbait that I see going around, especially yeah, it, clickbait's a good word to use. Yeah. And, and, you know, I studied sociology in college, so I have like the tools to analyze, you know, the, the social ramifications or blah, 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 whatever. Right. So when I look at Facebook, when I look at, you know, just the stories that hit the newswire on a daily basis, it, it's weird to see that we are really participating in this giant social experiment called the internet. And, you know, it really does lead me all the way back to a quote that I've, you know, I've quoted several times in different places and stuff, but basically Kevin Kelly, who is the co-founder of Wired Magazine said in his book, what technology wants that we have given birth to this thing called the technium, which, you know, is sort of the encompassing technologies of, of everything. And, we are both slaves to it and the creators of it. And it's a really compelling thought because we're feeding the beast, so to speak. Right. At the same time, we gave birth to it, you yeah. know? So it's a really weird sort of place we're in with the internet because we are kind of slavish to it. You know, yeah. it's really kind of well, troubling. And, and you got to keep in mind 
how it can be used. You know, again, I'm I, I'm sorry. I'm just on a Facebook kick right now, just sort of observing everything going on and participating in certain things. But you got to keep in mind that your Facebook, especially, it's not just a a place to go to share your feelings and then they're gone and you shared them. Everything you do on Facebook, every friend that you have, every post that you post, every link that you click out of on Facebook, you know, is put into a profile that's being made of you. Yeah. And, and you have this, every single person on Facebook who's listening to this right now, there is a file, a digital file that has every action that you've taken on Facebook. They even have um, mouse tracking technology that they can just track where your mouse, what it hovers over, what it does, all this type of stuff. And it, it, it's stored and it's compiled and it's, there's a digital map of your activity that really has already got you pegged. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do about it now. It's, it's just got you pegged already. And you got to think about the things that, and here I am getting a little bit of little little scare tactic, little fear mongering, but I, I I just mean this honestly, just in case somebody doesn't know this, that um, you know the the uh, criteria for potential terrorists in the United States by the United States government by the the FBI includes people who you know obsess over conspiracy theories, forums that you visit. All those types of things, it's all going into a profile and it's, it's all, you know, tagging you. It's tagging you just like you would tag anything. And unfortunately, our government has certain guidelines now on what to watch out for, for potential terrorists or threats or, you know, things to watch out for in case there's martial law. And those things include Christians. They include people who talk about conspiracy theories. They include people who talk about alternate histories who talk about you know uh, the new world order all that sort of stuff and so i think we're all a little pegged there yeah but. and it's it, it troubles me because i feel like it is the work that we're doing that will be used or could be used as a catalyst to go after all christians you know, not right. all Christians talk about this kind of stuff, right? Right. Well, just like all Christians aren't in the KKK. Right. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, you know, a really easy way to justify, you know, the rounding up of Christians or whatever is because they believe we're in the end times. And, right. you know, and, and I don't know, maybe the Rob Bells of the Christian world will be spared somehow, you know, with mm -hmm. the whole, there's no hell, we're not in the end times, forget about prophecy, those folks uh, but who knows maybe they'll be alongside us in the uh, fema camps yeah well i mean realistically there would be no reason to um you know consider them a threat and 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 i mean rightly so just because you know you, you think of rob bell hey there's no hell everybody's cool jesus is my homeboy he's your homeboy keep doing what you're doing you know that's not a threat what's a threat is hey we realize what you guys are doing Hey, right. Hey, government. We we see you. We know what's going on. That's the threat. Right. Anyways. Anyway, so this just turned into a big old rambling session. Yeah, we're really, we're really, really, really going after Facebook. Apparently, really do. <laughs> if I'm just taking down Facebook, baby. There's a new social media. I can't remember what it's called. People were 
messaging about what elo is one no not elo it's called like there's also one uh anonymous is making it's called that's like encrypted. media or yeah that's the one i'm talking about yeah what is it called i don't know what it's called it's called I, media I or something i don't know okay we are media? terrible reporters yeah it's called something there's this thing that exists and it's it has a name um it's uh it's on the internet i think <laughs> Anyways, it's there. It's there. You just but uh, I mean doing. It, but again, at the same time, doing. <laughs> if your IP address is recorded going to any website that's affiliated with Anonymous, you're gonna get put on some sort of list. Yeah. Anyways, anybody listening to this is already on some sort of list. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> they have used our <laughs> podcast to. Uh, you know, we've been uh, tagged. Although I, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they listen to us and they they laugh yeah. too. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. Maybe they're they just change like, their minds. You know what? The 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 Basil and Gons, they're they're all right. They're they're okay. They're good people. We'll just give them a lot of money. We'll just we'll give them that buyout. <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's not do the threats. Let's give them the buyout. Usually buyouts though only occur when there's a previous contract in place that's being you know uh, rescinded or or you know. Did your uh, contact in the CIA tell you that? Uh, they they pretty much told me that if they if they're gonna <laughs> they take us out with money, um, yeah. I, I warned them. I, I told them, you know, it's gotta be at least. Move, a, I just want to move to Norway. Just give me enough where I can go move to Norway, where hot dogs at Seven Eleven are eight dollars. <laughs> so I need enough. Is that a real thing? That's a real thing, man. Oh my gosh, the economy is collapsing. It's no, over. they just they just have a weird economy over there. No, the world economy is controlled by the elite, and they're going yeah. after hot dogs in Norway. Yeah. That's where it plus, starts. Plus, Norway has a bunker that can fit the entire population of their country. See, that's smart. And the International Feed Bank, uh, Seed Bank. Also, uh, <laughs> that's true. The, the population of Norway is less than Los Angeles. So, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We're screwed over here. Yeah, you know. <sighs> All right. Well, I'm sure we forgot to talk about a bunch of stuff. I don't know. Maybe we can just scroll through Facebook. Well, you know, oh, let me let me just say this because I don't know if I've officially announced it on on a podcast episode, but uh, I did get recruited by Tom Horn to make Inhuman the documentary film. So I'm working on that. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Yay! Also, I am. Uh, many of you already are aware that uh, during my Facebook fun, I have devoted myself to bringing uh, happiness and joy all revolving around the fringy topics that we talk about here and doing it in poetry form. So if you want a little bit of giggles, a little bit of rhymes, you can check me out on Facebook. You're so artsy. I'm pretty cool. You're artsy and I'm sporty. <laughs> You're sporty spice. I'm sporty spice. Yeah, that was a that was a really that was a funny video. Did you, did you see me slam I dunking did. on people's faces? I saw you slam imaginary faces of on people the, on the tiniest <laughs> basketball hoop I've ever seen. Hey, it's, come on, it was that was part of the fun. It was part to, of the fun. If if I was seven let, feet let me six, just, let me ask you one question. <laughs> yeah. Was there a lower setting on that you could there have actually? Put yeah, it on? there actually was a lower was, setting. It be don't lie to me. No, I'm not lying. There was there was <laughs> there a, was there, there was, was one smaller. Setting. There was a one. Yeah, there could have been. It could <laughs> have gone your, down even lower for your daughter, for your 13 year old daughter. Yeah. Okay. Ow. 
and if you don't know what you're talking about, go go look on my yeah, timeline go, on go Facebook. Go to Facebook, check out Gonz's page. It's called Air Gonz. <laughs> it's, it's sporty, the sporty side. The sporty of Canary side. Cry, you know? <laughs> <laughs> we should do a Canary Cry Radio uh, softball team or something. <laughs> Two people. Or we should we'll do just, dodgeball. We'll fly in listeners. Um, from around the world we'll have a big event we'll, we'll draft them we'll, you have we'll to, put a draft board up we'll do yeah. the whole thing <laughs> just make it a whole event know what we should do oh my gosh I almost don't want to say this on the episode in case somebody steals it okay we'll, we'll make it we'll, just a we'll little bit less okay. cool nobody steal this It's this is posted and I will sue you if you steal this idea also if anybody wants to help us do this you can just go ahead and Send us an email at canarycryradio at gmail.com. All right. Imagine this. Fantasy Fringe League. Like fantasy football, only for fringe topics. Like you have to draft a swarm of bees lands outside of Senate building. And then if it happens, you get points for that season. That's that's hard though, man. That's like... No, you just got to get really specific. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's you know. You got to do like we should right, do. I draft Jade Helms. Uh, Jade. That's it. <laughs> All of Jade Helms. Yeah. Or maybe we could do like a like that quiz that they're doing. No, I was gonna the, say we can pick personalities. We could draft like. Um, yeah, we'll have we'll have a you pool. Know, of- Tom Horn puts. <laughs> Tom Horn appears on Sid Roth three times in the month of May. <laughs> there you go. But it's then more, but then people like a betting pool people on the else, inside can uh can rig the system, you know? Yeah, like, that's oh, the point. We uh you know that's the point. We could use our connections to get Tom Horn on Sid Roth. Oh like over under the uh, twice in I'll, May. I'll just that. I'll call up Sid Roth's cell phone number. I have it here. We talk. That's weird. <laughs> Is he your your dad? No, he's not my he's not my real dad. (laughs) Okay, he's not my fake dad either. It's (laughs) it's just he's not my real dad. I just wanted to stipulate that. Um, Okay, come on, here we go. We're gonna find the moon is fake. People Mm -hmm. back on that again, and the Earth is flat. Some people just can't let it go. No, but you know, when you know the truth, you know the truth. I, I mean, it, there's some compelling stuff there. I got to say, you know, it's interesting, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like chasing a carrot on a stick. That's what it feels like when I go down the, uh, the flatter thing and the. Yeah. Well, that's what they want you to feel. You've been conditioned, Gons. You are a product Never. Of, of centuries of conditioning. No. 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 Oh, I got that Good morning. That's what that means, everybody. Um, it could mean more than good morning. Does it? I thought it was good morning. That mainly means that, but okay. you know how Japanese people are. Yeah. You, you can't trust them. <laughs> no. Uh, we're, oh, we, oh, I guess you can say that. I can say that. I'm yeah. like Obama dropping the N-word. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was some real... That was some real ethnic. Uh, uh, let me just say something about that real quick. And I know I brought it up earlier. Please, please but do. The, We're just it, rambling. I know it's the rambling. The race card. The whole race mm-hmm. thing is. I just feel like it is so fabricated. It, mm-hmm. You know, it's like 
we live in 2015, we're going on 2016, and like everybody is perpetuating this race thing, and it's kind of driving me nuts. Because I think in some cases, I think a lot of the media with a lot of the shootings and things is, you know, they're looking for an for an angle. Right. You gotta you gotta get the angle. I'm not gonna say racism doesn't exist. No, I'm not saying but, that either. I'm not saying that either. But but, but it it's becomes a it's a, a card it's a card to play to get what you want. It's done, a big done. Trump card though, and it seems like it's been used with you know Ferguson and right. uh, to me this is social engineering to create civil unrest in America. You know, it's right. like there's no other way to really understand oh, why no, uh, yeah, so much of this the race card is being played uh, uh, everywhere, you know? Right. So anyway, that's, I just had to get that off my chest there you because go. I was, there you go. and there's a lot of memes on the internet too, to say the opposite or the same. I don't know. There you go. Go to Facebook. Everybody. <laughs> go to Facebook. <laughs> Have you guys heard about this Facebook thing? It's crazy. That's the mark of the beast. Yeah. 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 Okay conspiracy theorist what do we do with the uh there's a rise in the cult killing there's a rise of satanism in schools you know people saying oh if you know freedom of religion if you're going to teach christianity then we're allowed to teach satanism too yeah i mean if you're looking at the laws of the land in the eyes of the law yeah they are totally allowed to do that in the eyes of the law and the laws are written that way, and they're just using their constitutional rights to do so. Uh, as a Christian, obviously, I would prefer that Satan is not taught in schools. Um, uh, maybe a, an awareness of it, but not like, you know, don't do the whole children's book. Well, that's an interesting point. You make an interesting point, Gons. Awareness of it. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Because we talk about that all the time. People ask us why we spend so much time on biblical prophecy, why we spend so much time talking about the occult, why we spend so much time uh, learning about dark practices and the evilness going around the world when we could just simply be focusing on the love of Jesus. They have a little bit of a point, but more so, yeah, it's about knowing the darkness to expose it. And if children, you know, it's hard, it's hard to say with children. Children are... Yeah, it's tough. Are, if there's any kids listening right now, it, it's probably because your parents are smart and listening to this show will make you smart. And so keep being smart. But other kids can be not so smart sometimes. <laughs> and um, hard to decipher what's... Um, well, kids are just so impressionable with anything, you know? Right. Just, um, right. But, you know... We are basically large children now. Speaking of kids, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I can really say anything about children. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, no, I'm going to sit on that for a little while. Anyways, kids, something, something coming down the pipeline for you. That was a weird way to put That's it. That's right. Something, <laughs> something, a cool project. Basil's right. putting something together. Oh, yeah. Gonna, oh, yeah. It's going to pipe gonna be, it over to you. going to be real neat, kids. Stay tuned. Full of colors and pretty. Colors and pretty. Let's see. Walmart on Highway 49 evacuated. I, I, it's going to be funny if some of these people recognize. I'm just going through Facebook right now. And this person is going to hear that I'm reading the article they posted. Oh, except for my internet. super slow. It happens. Especially yeah. to us when we're talking about no. conspiracies. Really does. All right. Well, anything else, Gon? Should we wrap this up? Should we make this another eight-hour episode? No. No? 
You good? You guys out there good? Everybody good? I think I think everyone's doing. I think everyone wants more Canary Cry Radio more often. That's true. We've we did pretty good for a while there. We did. We had a good run. We did. You know, we know it through personally for me, and this is my excuse machine here. It's it's all you. Yeah, it's not all me, but anyway, it's all you. But my part of it, my uh, contribution to the lack of uh, episodes. Just the last what two or three weeks has uh, it kind of shifted me out of my rhythm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, daughter graduating from junior high, uh, a trip out to Crane, Missouri, with Tom Horn. Mm-hmm. Um, wife had to travel to uh, mother and father in law. They're getting surgery and cancer and all kinds of stuff. So it kind of threw me off my groove, and um, it kind of affected. Yeah, everything videos on YouTube, uh, yeah. radio episodes. So, I'm yeah. sorry. And and I've been very distracted as well. I got a lot going on. I I just got a Facebook account, <laughs> so that's been taking up a lot of my time. Just really distracting <laughs> me from the work. Um, you know, it's funny. You you also, actually have you did you? I remember you texting me like like how do you deal with this Facebook thing? <laughs> like I can't believe you guys live like this. <laughs> it takes a lot of energy, man. I also I um I, I also just got a cat, so I'm having to like roll balls of yarn around a lot, really taking up a majority of my day. You know, I didn't know this, but cats don't empty their own litter boxes. I don't know if anybody out there didn't know that, but if you're thinking about getting a cat, now they, don't, they don't actually clean up after themselves. Yeah, that's too bad. That would make cats way cooler. But they're cute. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are, Buster. It's like my dogs. They're That's cute not his and name, crazy. But... Important question about your life now that you have a cat. Mm-hmm. So there was a question that was posted the other day. Overhand or underhand on um, toilet paper? And my answer was, if you have a cat, underhand. If you're a normal person, overhand. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't see why it would matter. I think a cat would ruin everything anyways. Well, a cat would be able to spend all of the roll of toilet paper easily if it was overhand because he could just roll it and it'll just roll It depends. Here's what it depends on. It depends if you leave a a sheet dangling down because if the cat can get a hold of the one sheet hanging down, then it, it can still pull the whole thing down and the burn the world true but it's less likely if it's but if you don't leave a dangler there's no way that cat's getting it down don't leave danglers danglers dangler the the sheet the sheets of toilet paper that dangle no that's very smart of you that's very perceptive i think that shows a lot about your level of intelligence um toilet paper yeah Toilet paper. Uh, toilet etiquette. paper. That's your that's your uh, sociology. My sociology paper. Yeah, going through. You know, you got to think of all the factors. Okay, I think this episode's <laughs> I done. I think we need to stop. I think we're done with this now. All right, so there you go, everybody. Thanks for listening to this apocalypse update from Canary Cry Radio. If you made it this far, you're truly, truly a special person. So thank you very much. Make sure to go to facebook.com. Become friends with me. My name's Basil, B-A-S-I-L, Rosewater. Figure it out. Also, make sure to post your pine cone and rock pictures to Gon's Shimura's Facebook. Remember, Facebook is watching you at all times. Okay, everybody. Oh, yeah, make sure to tune in next time to Canary Cry Radio. But until you do, 
think outside the cage.